Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. And I am super excited to say that this is our episode 100. We launched the podcast on October 21st, 2021 which is October 21st, is my mom's birthday. She's in heaven already for the past couple of years. And I launched a podcast on her birthday to honor her. And if you haven't heard The Grapevine, I also recently launched my book, The Unstoppable Eventrepreneur. And that was launched on August 14th on my daughter's, Mia's birthday, her eighth birthday. So I'm super excited for all the support that I have received, all the, all the feedback that I've received from my listeners of our podcast. And you are the reason why we continue to do podcast episodes week after week. And hopefully you have been able to grow as a person and also your business by listening to our podcast. Now you have another resource to be able to read my book where I actually put two years of my heart and soul in producing the book. It's a blueprint that talks about how to start and grow your events business, business fundamentals. And these are the fundamentals I apply myself in my event planning company and also my business coaching business. So I will put in the show notes the link to get it from Amazon. We have it in hard copy and also in the paperback because of the spelling of eventrepreneur, it is still very new in the internet, they will auto-correct you. So I'm putting the exact link in Amazon that you can go straight to purchase the book. Because if you try to search the unstoppable eventrepreneur, they will keep showing you the unstoppable entrepreneur. So that's not my book. That's my actually my coach's book, Kelly Roche. So I will put in the show notes the link to purchase the book if you want to start and grow your event planning business, this will be a good book for you to read, to really have a good understanding what it takes to grow a business, what it takes to start a business, and what do you do when you're in the business. So all the strategies, the tactics, the mindset, the business financials, I break it down uh, to very easy to read format. And it's basically a great representation of me because it's no fluff, all facts and I keep it light. I wrote it how I speak. So there's no big words and it's exactly like me talking to you. Hope you enjoy the book and don't forget to leave me a rating and a review on Amazon if you do purchase the book and share your feedback with me because I will be working on um, my second book, hopefully in the near future. All right. Thank you so much for listening to me pitch about my book. But today, Today's episode, we're going to talk about if you don't know the hidden numbers of your potential client, 
that's probably the main reason why they're ghosting you. What do I mean about the hidden numbers? All right. So we tend to have this tendency to ask, what's your budget when we're talking to our potential client, right? And nine out of 10, they wouldn't tell you what's their budget because they are uncomfortable in telling you how much they want to spend because they don't want to be labeled as cheap. They want to be labeled as someone who has a champagne taste and a beer budget. And they also do not want to go into, you know, back and forth arguing why they only have this much money, okay? Or justifying why they can't spend more. So they don't want all this hassle and all this conflict. So they don't tell you the truth, okay? They will say that, I don't know. I don't really have a budget. And um, it all depends on what you can provide, how much things cost. And sometimes when they do share with you a number, the number may not be a, a realistic number. Just know that they are not from the events field. They don't know how much things cost. If I ask you to go to a Ferrari showroom and you have never bought a Ferrari before, you have never done any research on Ferrari, and I ask you to guess how much does this Ferrari cost, you may quote a price that is way off the actual price of the Ferrari. So let's not judge our potential client here, shall we? Okay. Now, why is it so important to know what is the hidden budget? Okay, what I also call as the set point of what, how much money they are comfortable in spending for that event. Why is it so important? Because if you don't find out what is that number and you quote a fee, all right, that is so far off for you, that's so far off from their set point of their or their hidden budget, it will be very difficult for them to reconcile the idea, why do I need to spend that much? Okay? Why do I have to spend that much? I'm only willing to spend this much. And if you don't take the time to find out how much they really want to spend and why they have to spend this much, then they will ghost you. Okay? They will ghost you. So those of you who are always in a hurry to hang up the phone, all right, on a sales consultation call and you just want to tell them what you can do, you will say that things like this. Let me know if you can relate to this. You will say things like, you know what? Let me just list down all my services on a proposal so you can decide what you want, okay, and what you need. And then my fee is listed over there. And then let's, let's follow up on that proposal after a few days, after I send it to you. And then let's talk over what you want or what you don't want, okay? So you're in a hurry to hang up the phone because you don't want to spend too much time on the phone telling them exactly what you can do and how much it costs. You don't want to talk about money, okay? You get on the phone to let them know that, oh yeah, I can do all this for you. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, I can do all this. And then you, and then the client says, oh yes, you can. All right, so you have established a common base that this is what they want and this is what you can do. So you know that you can do this. And then you're in a hurry to want to hang up the phone by saying that, okay, let me send your proposal. Let me tell you in detail what I can be doing for you and then how much things cost. And then let's follow up after that. All right? So you have to ask yourself, why are you in such a hurry to hang up the phone? Okay? A lot of times it's because you're afraid that the longer you stay on the phone, the higher the probability they're going to say no to you. Okay? Or you don't want to talk about money because you're just uncomfortable. You're afraid that they will say no to you if you tell them 
how much it costs, and then they're going to say you're too expensive. So you rather deal with the these ill feelings, this this type of confrontation or this type of discussion after you send a proposal because you have this mindset that let me send them the proposal so they can better understand what I can do for them. So when they see the fee, they can put two and two together why they should spend the money in investing in me to do the event for them. That's your mindset, okay? So instead of you trusting yourself to be able to talk to them on the phone why, what they say they want to spend and what you want to charge and why they should invest in you instead of investing that time, okay, to close the gap, you decide to let the piece of paper speak on your behalf. That's probably the worst mistake that you can make because now you're just giving them the opportunity to ghost you, that they don't have to speak to you to justify that I don't have the money to spend, that much money to spend, or to go into a conversation why you are way off their budget. They also don't want to talk about money, all right? So now we have two people who don't want to talk about money, and then depending on a piece of paper, you're all depending on a piece of paper to close the deal. How dumb is that, right? I call it dumb because you just killed the opportunity to be able to close the deal and you rely heavily on that piece of paper, your proposal to do the sales. Who can do the sales better? A real person talking or the piece of paper? If you have done a great job in talking to them and closing the gap of how much you want to charge versus their hidden budget, and then you follow up your conversation with a proposal that is a reflection of your conversation, of what you say you can do on that conversation and you put it on paper and then you put the fee, now you have taken the opportunity to close the gap of their hidden budget and how much it actually costs to produce the event or to hire you. So you have already addressed their potential price objection. Okay, you're not depending on the paper. So when you send over the proposal, you have already addressed Okay, why the number that they have in mind is irrational. <laughs> okay, so when I say irrational, is these people have no idea how much it costs to hire you. If you have done a great job in your portfolio to communicate, to give the perception, okay, the unspoken, how much it costs to hire you, all right, the unspoken fee, how much it costs to hire you, your portfolio portray you as someone who is very good in what they do, and you only work with high-end clients, your, your pictures, your, the words that you use, you don't use words like budget-friendly, you don't use words like, I will work with all kinds of budget, or we will work according to your budget. That means you don't talk about anything that sounds cheap or look cheap, okay? Then they will have a pretty good idea that hmm, she, may, she, she probably is expensive. But what exactly is expensive? Because you don't list, if you don't list your price anywhere and you don't talk about how much it costs to hire you, they have no idea. So for them, expensive could be $1,000, whereas your fee is $10,000. So we need to find out, okay? Even though you, have, you could have done a really good job in portraying your unspoken fee, but on the conversation, if we don't talk about the fee itself that they have in their mind, 
and you don't talk about your fee that you're actually charging, that means you're not working on closing the gap. And they will ghost you when they get the proposal because they don't want to deal with the hassle of, again, like what I mentioned just now, having to justify why they can't afford you or asking you questions like why you're so expensive because all these are very uncomfortable conversation. And then that's when they will ghost you, okay? So how do we find out what is the hidden budget, okay? You can ask questions that, you know, I've taught in previous tutorials inside my YouTube channel and also my Facebook group. Like when they send you a picture, okay? When they send you a picture or when they paint to you a picture of how the events look like and all they tell you what they need help with, okay? You want to ask them, like, how much do you think it's going to cost? You're not asking them what's your budget. You're asking them to give a guess how much this is going to cost. They may tell you, I don't know. I don't know how much things cost. I'm not from your, I'm not from, I don't know. I don't do events. I don't know how much things cost. So you say, well, just make a guess. You ask them to make a guess. And then don't give them a number, okay? Ask them to make a guess first. And if they don't make a guess, I say, they will be like, I, I don't even know where to start because now they're protecting their ego, okay? They don't want to sound stupid by giving you a really, really low number. So, and they don't want to insult you. So they will be like, I don't know. I don't know how much it costs. I have no idea. I don't even know what the ballpark figure. And you can throw a number. You'll be like, this do you think it costs like $20,000? Is it $20,000? And that because this is, is it, do you think it costs $20,000? Do it cost $10,000? And then you see what's their response. And if they say, there's no way this thing costs $20,000, ah, that means they actually have a perception how much this thing is going to cost. They're just not sharing with you their perception. They'll be like, okay, so, so $10,000? They'll be like, no way this thing costs $10,000. Like $5,000? They'll be like, either they will say, yeah, I think that's about that range. They are subconsciously sharing with you, this is their hidden budget, okay? Because they wouldn't subconsciously, okay? This is subconscious mind talking. When they share with you a photo, they really have no idea, okay? When they talk to you, when you tell them about your services, they really have no idea how much things cost. So, they can't really tell you a number. But if you share with them, do a guessing game, how much things cost, they will subconsciously share with you how much they want to spend by telling you that, yeah, I think this is how much it costs. Okay? So they already subconsciously know how much they want to spend when they show you that picture of the event, inspiration, or when they're talking to you. They already subconsciously know how much they want to spend in hiring a person to do the service. It doesn't have to be you, okay? To, it could be anyone. To hire someone to do the decorating, designing, or the planning. They already subconsciously have a figure amount. So this is one way to find out. So once you find out how much the price is, then you want to be able to close the gap, okay? i give you a perfect example, all right? In a day-to-day -day life, when I go shopping, all right. And you probably do the same things too. When I go shopping and I pick out this beautiful dress, and when I look at this beautiful dress, that's, I haven't looked at the price tag yet. I already have an idea how much I want to pay for that dress. All right. So when I pick out that dress, 
I feel the, I, you know, I, I look at it, I feel the material, I have an idea how much I want to pay for that dress. Assuming that I will pay maximum $50 for that dress, okay? Then the price tag when I turn around is less than $50. It's a no-brainer that I will buy that dress. However, if I turn around the price tag and it's $150, it's $100 more than what I want to spend, okay? That means the gap is very big from 50 to 150. Now I'm having second thoughts. Do I really need that dress? Do I really want that dress that bad? Let me feel the material again. How many times can I wear this dress? What can I go wear this dress with? How the different ways to wear this dress? So now I have to find different reasons to justify paying the $150. Okay. So the probability of me buying the $150 is depending on how well I can convince myself how many ways I can wear this dress so that I can see the return on investment of spending $150, okay? Now, if I turn around the price tag and the price tag is $75, okay? $25 more. The probability of me buying the dress is higher compared to $150 because now I need less convincing of why I can spend the extra $25. I probably would think of probably two to three reasons why I should spend the $25 more because maybe I can wear this dress a few more times. I have shoes to go with it. Now, I only have to find two to three reasons to spend the $25, okay? And I can wear it for different occasions, okay? Now, $150, I have to find like 10 reasons probably. A lot more reasons compared to the $25. You, you, you get the picture. Same thing here. If you don't know their hidden budget, okay, and your fee is so far away from their hidden budget, then they have to find 10 different reasons to justify to themselves, okay, to justify to themselves why they need to spend the money on you to pay the big gap. But if let's say their hidden budget is a thousand and your fee is 10,000, Okay, they have to find 10 different reasons. Okay, and you have to better give them 10 different reasons why they have to hire you. Okay, so you got to do a lot more work. Now, if your fee is $2,000, double, or maybe $500 more, is $1,500 to $2,000. Now the gap is only 1000 versus 9000 Okay, versus 9000 Then it's easier for you to show them the value of by increasing the budget of $500 to $1,000 more, then they will be able to get this thing, right? So the risk of investment, you just decrease the security, how safe they feel to invest in you. So now the results that they're going to get versus the amount that they need to invest is now equal, okay? If you have done a great job, the amount of experience or the experience they're going to get by hiring you versus the investment that they're going to spend on you is like this. That means the high, the, they feel that their experience is going to worth so much more than how much they're actually going to pay you. Then it's a no-brainer to hire you. Okay. So in every sales conversation, it's always a comparison of the amount of financial investment versus what they're going to get back. You get a price objection when the amount of investment is much higher than what they perceive they're going to get back. 
our goal is to increase the perception value of how much they're going to get back versus how much they're going to invest. You want it to be lops- so lopsided that what they're going to get is way more than what they're going to pay you. Okay. But we wouldn't get to this point unless we know how much they're willing to pay. So once we know what they're willing to pay, sometimes the gap is so big. Okay. You will come to a point that there's no point talking to this potential client because there's no way to close that gap. Okay. Sometimes the gap is just too big. But if the gap is not that big, maybe a couple thousand dollars, right? From 1,000 to 3,000 to 4,000, it's not that big. Then the conversation that you're going to have is going to all center around what they really want and what they can get from you. Okay. So it's no longer just the surface needs. We're going to talk about the inner desire. Why do they need to hire a planner? Because of they want to save time and money, but that's the surface needs. But what happens if they don't hire a planner? Why do they want to save time and money, right? We address that. We can help them save time and money because they don't have the time and they don't want to spend that much money trying to figure out all these contract terms and everything. So you will help them with the surface needs. But ultimately, what is the inner desire? They want to save. They don't want to be doing all this because they want to have spent their time, right? Bonding with their child so that they can be present for their child's birthday party and not running around like a chicken without with a head cut off. So they want to be fully present. So if they don't hire a planner, they will be missing out those magical moments, okay? Why do they want to save the money? So that they can have more money to save up, okay? By hiring the expert to negotiate all these contracts to save up. And this money can be spent on something else, buying a bigger gift for their child, going to take them to do something with that has an experience so they can enjoy magical more magical moments together. That's the inner desire. So when you are trying to close this gap here, okay, you're not just going to talk about the surface needs. We're going to talk about the inner desire and how hiring you to do the job is going to, is going to help them get to the satisfaction of satisfying their surface needs and also their inner desire. And this is why they will be willing to increase, okay, their set point or their hidden budget okay so today's episode is talk is talking about why why finding the hidden budget is so important and also helping you to learn how to sell so it's two in one so you're getting you're getting a lot of nuggets here on episode 100 all right so i want to be able to continue to help you in your journey i want to be able to continue to empower you to inspire you and to motivate you with knowledge, with inspiration, with motivation that with the right tools, the right resources and surrounding yourself with the right community, you will be able to have a thriving business. Building business is not easy. In fact, it's very difficult, okay? If you don't have the right path to point you Two, you'll be or you'll be or else you'll be shooting in the dark, all right? Trying to throw things on the wall to see what works. We don't want that, all right? And you also want to have a community who is supportive, who's probably going through the same journey as you, or or surround yourself with people who has already been through and done that. Sometimes you may not even find that supporting community within your immediate friends and family. That's why we created the free Facebook group events for anyone 
A to Z guide to start and grow your event planning business. And we also have a close knit mentorship program called the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur, which is our 12-month mentorship program. And also the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Academy, that is our 12 weeks program geared towards people who are just starting they, and they're thinking of, you know, who are just starting their business. And we focus a lot on creating digital presence and also how to sell, how to price, okay? So that 12 weeks program is great for, for newbies when you don't know what it takes to build a business. It's going to test your resilience. It's going to test your patience. It's going to test whether you have the business acumen. It's going to really going to test your why, whether do you really want to build a business to support your dream lifestyle, to support having you being able to do what you love and get paid for it. So this 12 weeks academy is great for people who is in this camp, right? And then our 12 months mentorship program is for people who already know that's it. This is me. I'm going all in. I'm going to turn my passion into profit and I'm going to learn from the best. I'm going to learn in those 12 months and there's no turning back. There is no on the fence anymore. There's no testing the water. They know for sure this is what they want to do. That's when they go into our 12 months unstoppable entrepreneur mentorship program. So if you have no idea if this is even for you, okay, starting a business, but you have some passion in event planning, our book is the best way to start the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur book. So what I can do is on this, at the end of this podcast, right in the show notes, I will put a link for to purchase the book. And I will also put a link to schedule a call with me where we can talk about whether are you a good fit for the 12 weeks program or the 12 months program. So if you are in the shoes of this category, right? You want to turn your passion into profits and you don't know where to start. This is a good way to start. Either purchase the book or schedule a call with me. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for giving me your time. Hope you enjoy episode 100. We'll continue to show up because this is my passion. I'm here on a mission to help event planners who are so talented in their craft, but have zero idea how to build a business to show them the blueprint to build a thriving business where they can live their best life. There's really too much nonsense, too much inaccurate information being shared in the events field, asking you to invest so much money in courses and also in inventory, in building up your skills. But there's not many out there who is teaching you to really know how to run a business that can support your lifestyle, that does not burn you out, that does not that does not suck up so much of your capital and your time and your energy. So we focus so much on mindset. We both focus so much on business finance, on sales, on, on, on sales strategy, in pricing strategy and marketing strategy. So, because that's what my background is. And I've applied that for both my businesses, my event planning business and my events coaching business. And I have results to show that I am freaking legit. Okay, so we are going to continue with our podcast and continue to show up on our YouTube channels and our Facebook groups and also in our mentorship program. We are extremely passionate to help you to live the lifestyle that you truly deserve because you only have one life. All right. Thank you so much for giving me your time once again. And I will 
Look forward to speaking all of, to all of you for episode 101 next week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.